And thanks to Jen for co-preaching with me about God's love today. I want to welcome everybody who is worshiping with us, wherever it is your screen is. And uh, if you join us a bit late, I just want to make sure that you go to our Stay Connected page. You can connect through several links there. You can register your attendance with us. You can submit any prayer requests. You can share your tithes and offerings and Definitely check out all the ministries that we have, ways for you to engage in life in Christ. Uh, We have a couple of special announcements. This month, we launched the Bethany Prayer Line. There are prayer ministers waiting to talk to you every Sunday morning between 9 and noon. You can find information on our prayer ministries page or just call on a Sunday morning, 512-200-9333, and there's someone there to pray with you. We're also doing a diaper drive with Reveal Resource Center, as Sherry mentioned, to set a Guinness World Record of 50,000 diapers uh, to make that record. You can bring your donations to Bethany by the 25th of September to be a part of that. For anything you bring, uh, diapers, food donations, medical safety equipment, we have outside barrels available for you. Come to the big parking lot, you park under the arc and walk about halfway to the office. Just outside the Bethany School entrance in the Galilee building, that's where you can find those barrels to leave your donations for us. We'd love for you to participate in these ministry activities with us. For most of us, we're getting pretty familiar with the expression of our call and purpose at Bethany. So if you're at home, I invite you to say this out loud. Hopefully that you are, you're not forgetting this uh, during this pandemic time of separation. But we're leading others to experience God's love know Jesus Christ, and grow in his image. Have you noticed how easy it is to forget? To forget that we're children of God, brothers and sisters who've chosen to follow Jesus? How easy it is to forget to obey the commandment of our Lord, to love God with all that we are and all that we have, and to share that love with everyone else. You might want to argue with me. No, Pastor Wynn, I know all these things. And I believe you. I know that you know all these things. It's just that we forget. Do you think that our actions, our words, our decisions are are consistently revealing that message of who we are? I'm not sure that it does. So we're going to spend several weeks remembering who we are as the Bethany United Methodist Church as part of the body of Christ so that we are sharing Christ in all that we do. Let us pray. Holy God, guide us as we hear a word from you this day. Let us receive your wisdom and your love as we stand on the firm foundation of Christ, receiving this message that is meant to change us so that we may offer Christ in the world. We pray this in his holy name. Amen. So with so much turmoil that is in the world right now, and in our nation, and in our denomination, It's understandable how it is that we can get distracted from what we used to call the main thing. To remember why Bethany is here, why each one of us is here. Now, in such a time as this, pandemic and civil unrest, political strife, theological barriers to loving relationships, imagine what it looks like for us to be the church for such a time as this. What it's meant for us to look like, if indeed we do look like the image of God in which we've been created. Created each of us as children of God and created together as a family of God. 
that we are at Bethany. We start painting that picture of Bethany by claiming our call and our purpose. God calls Bethany to be a community participating in God's mission of love, transforming us and the world. And we do this by leading others to experience God's love, know Jesus Christ, and grow in his image. Sharing with one another now what we're called for, how we're called for a purpose, hopefully you hear the story of Bethany and you hear your story as every single one of us is called by God to serve for his good purpose in the world. We started this series a couple of Sundays ago and Tom used the image of a wheel with Jesus as the hub. And so many spokes that were coming out together from the center of Christ to be a community. And Tom set us off with Paul's origin story. Paul, who was Saul, a zealot against the followers of Jesus, who was transformed to his core by Jesus. And Paul became one of the biggest champions for the gospel community that the world has ever known. As you yourself study scripture, you can't miss that God desires for us to be in community, to be his people, united by him at the center of our lives. Then last Sunday, Thomas picked up, focusing on our call to participate in God's mission. We're not here to form a social club. We do love a lot of folks here. We do have a lot of friends here. But we're here to put our faith into action, to serve God. If you read any of the letters from Paul in the New Testament, you'll see that there's an apostle constantly about the mission of telling others about Christ through his words and through the deeds that we read about him doing. And Bethany, my brothers and sisters, we are answering that call to mission in so many amazing ways. I just got to, to share with staff this week several awards that we have received because of our commitment to serving God through our missional efforts at Bethany. And I know that you know most of this because this is the Bethany story. It's who we are. But there's something about the brokenness of humanity that causes forgetfulness. And we start to look like the world around us looks. Long story short, they forgot that they are all brothers and sisters cohabiting the same planet. So they kind of became delusional and imagined these invisible borders, beliefs, and structures separating them and started destroying each other and the earth they live on instead of just living, sharing, creating, and evolving together. Does that story sound familiar also? I'm afraid it's this story that is spoken into our minds more often, a story about the mess of the kingdoms of the world, rather than the good news from Jesus' story, telling us to strive for the kingdom of God. God calls Bethany to be a community participating in God's mission of love, transforming us and the world. When we say that we're leading others to experience God's love, know Jesus Christ, and grow in his image, we don't mean that we have higher expectations of others than we do for ourselves. We are practicing what we preach because we cannot lead anyone in the way of Christ if we are not ourselves following Christ's way. This way that God has called us to be as our communal mission 
In Paul's story in Acts, he is a stricken, he is a blinded Saul, and he has a vision of a man named Ananias. And I think Tom and Thomas, over the last two Sundays, both shared from chapter 9 of Acts. If you want to read that story again, and I encourage you to do so, because it is a story of transformation. And doesn't everyone enjoy Transformers? We do. And doesn't every Christian dig the story of Saul's transformation into Paul? This enemy of the people of the way, Saul's purpose and intent and his passion is to hunt down and kill followers of Jesus. And so we celebrate how God transformed him into a devoted disciple of Christ. Before that happened, though, first, there was Ananias. Ananias is the follower of the way of Jesus who reached out to offer compassion to a blind and disoriented Saul. It's such a cool story. But we cannot miss that Ananias had to first be transformed himself. He wanted to only love people that he felt safe with. Or at least he didn't want to offer a loving act that made him really vulnerable to the extreme that his life was threatened by coming to Saul. And yet God commanded him to go and restore Paul's sight so that God could call Paul into ministry, to sharing Christ with Gentiles and Jews alike. The transformative power of God's love spreads when we ourselves are transformed by it. Can you imagine something like this occurring in your life? And I know for some of you that already has happened. Many of you know that I have myself been an atheist. I've been transformed by the power of God's love into someone who used to make fun of Christians into someone who has covenanted for my whole life to God and to the church to heed God's call and purpose in my life. Think about being completely transformed like Paul was so that you become zealous for Christ and sharing God's love. Above all things, you follow Jesus as your Lord and Savior because God's love can do that to us so that we don't set anything above Jesus. No worldly leaders, no priests or preachers, no traditions, no comfort, not even security. Come what may, you share an experience of God's love because you have been transformed by God's love yourself. Like Paul. It can lead us to even reach out to others who have persecuted us or those we love. And honestly, my brothers and sisters, most of us have never been severely persecuted. We haven't had someone trying to imprison us or trying to murder us because of our faith. At most, uh, at the worst, we've mostly had people just maybe be mean to us, or more likely, they just have not wanted to go along with our way of expressing our faith. And when you're in a circumstance where someone was a bit harder to love with an agape, godly love, Did you look like Ananias? Do we do that or do we choose to hide and avoid? Do we reject or dismiss or do we even mistreat or hate someone who just is a challenge for us to love? Or do we trust in God like Ananias and offer an experience of God's love? Do we put Jesus at the center of the picture, the center of our hearts, the center of our words and our behavior? Think about just your last 24 to 48 hours. 
How often in the last couple of days could you say that others experienced God's love through you and not just the people that you like, but everybody that you had the opportunity to interact with? It's not an easy thing to do. And so we have to turn to Scripture and be encouraged by God's Word. The Bible is so full of this message of God's love. I encourage you to search in a Bible concordance or index or an online search engine for scriptures that speak of God's love. If, if I had all Sunday to share examples with you, we would run out of time because of the depth of opportunities to learn from God what his love is meant to be in our lives. So I'm going to share with you from the fourth chapter of 1 John. Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is perfected in us. The very nature of God that can be lived out through our lives if we live out the truth of his word, that God is love we are created in the image of God, and in Christ, that image can be redeemed, and God's love can be perfected in us. And my prayer for you is that each of you have had and, and continue to have a sense of how God is living in you, God alive in you and through you and revealed to others when you share his love through your living. This is what experiencing God's love and being an experience of God's love looks like. It is a call to action. As we remember who we are as a missional community at Bethany, we have to remember as well that we are not called to withhold God's love. We are not called to withhold God's love. Just like with Ananias, God is saying to us, go. God is commanding us to love. And we bear the image of God when we do things like acts of compassion, when we're faced with the suffering of others and we are moved to relieve that suffering, we give food to the hungry, water to the thirsty, clothing to the naked, we visit the sick and in prison, and, and I know right now visiting means calling and card writing, but it's what we can do in the pandemic. Experiencing God's love is also evidenced in acts of forgiveness in bridging troubled waters of conflict and separation and strife, reaching out to overcome the ways that the world and often our own ways divide us. Think about all the labels that you give yourself. Think about all the labels that you put on other people. Tom shared Galatians 3.28 with us a couple weeks ago as he described community, and we shared these words. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. God's love manifested in Jesus overcomes all these divisions. Our call 
to be and to lead others, to be experiences of God's love means we simply love. There is no longer enemy or other. There's no longer them, those people. And our minds clearly struggle to attain an understanding of that in this world. Our lives resist expressing the fullness, the expanse, the limitlessness of God's love. As a whole, we love from a really small worldly perspective. But Bethany offers beautiful glimpses all the time of God's love through the ministries that we do. I have countless stories of witnesses experiencing God's love through the Bethany community. You don't have to take my word for it. I have received these just during life in pandemic, not even asking for feedback, not even asking for stories from people about experiences of God's love. But these paint a little bit of the picture about who we are. This letter comes from a benevolence client. Church, I just want to say thank you, and I'm truly grateful to the whole church body. May God continue to bless you and your entire church family. This really means a lot to me, and I'm overwhelmed with joy to have been blessed in such a way. Again, thank you. And this love offering will not be in vain, for I will make sure that this seed you have invested in me will be sowed upon good ground. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, and I will keep you all in my prayers. And from an email contact as I was checking in, I got back this note. This brought me to tears. I am so grateful to have this community of Bethany along with my family, friends, and neighbors during this time of difficult understanding. Thank you. Thank you for the appropriate scripture for this day. I will write it out in my journal as that is the way I best absorb words. I will be among our community of worshipers at all events this week and a few others such as Grow Group as well. I'm so missing the opportunity to look into eyes of so many who bring me joy and comfort all the time. Knowing you are out there is what gets me through each day of uncertainty. I do feel God's love in this and pray to him several times a day for peace and discernment while also caring for those who are ill and all those caring for them. And then one of our Sunday school class members just had to share a bit of good news and something you might consider, she sent to her class. My birthday was earlier this month, and Facebook asked if I wanted to have a fundraiser. I'd never done this before, but I thought, what the heck? I set a goal of raising $200 for Hero Country Community Ministries since they help so many in our area with a wide variety of needs. Well, it turns out I have very generous friends who raised a whopping $400. HCCM said that this will provide 1,600 meals. This made me much happier than receiving new earrings, and y'all know I love flashy earrings. I'll let you figure out in your Sunday school class who that's from. We have a letter from uh, someone who had the mobile food pantry team supply food, and then we had someone deliver it to their house, and she sent this message. When the food delivery came, such a surprise it included a tray of vegetable, vegetables and a tray of fruit. My four-year-old granddaughter, who I raised, was so excited by all the goodies that she screamed in delight, it's my birthday, LOL. She actually thought it was her birthday getting such nice presents. And my five-year-old grandson, who I also raised, with his bright eyes and sunshine smile, 
was just beaming and laughing too, saying, Sister, I didn't know it was your birthday. They were so excited to help me carry it into the kitchen and help put away all the presents. All I heard was, wow, look at this. We got this and that, naming each can and fruit. I wish I had my camera on because it was such a sight to see. I'm sure the delivery lady saw and heard much of it, though, as she was to our door three times bringing items. She laughed and said, we get happiness where we can. The kiddos ate those trays of veggies and fruit a couple of times a day. For breakfast, that was okay with me, raw veggies and fruit, and they would eat it as their snack twice a day. It took them three days, but every bit of it was eaten. So thank you so much for sharing everything you've done. I've, done, I've never had to use services like this before. Thank you so much. And I'll end with this note from one of our Compassion Ministries servants. It was from someone who's either in the care or prayer or missions ministries checking in. Hoping you and your loved ones are well and staying healthy by the grace of God. We are pleased to inform you that we are doing well and in good spirits in spite of our being isolated from family, friends, and church family. Yet we do not feel completely cut off. The church has so graciously reached out to ensure that we stay connected through various means of communication with offers of doing grocery shopping for us and doing outside chores. This health crisis once again reminds us of the inherent capacity, human capacity to do good and be charitable when the chips are down. Our faith in the grace and faithfulness of our Lord sustains us, giving us hope that this too shall pass. May God's peace be with you. May joy fill your hearts. And may the calming presence of the Holy Spirit surround you. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I have so many more, but I'm going to allow you to hear for yourself from your brother and sister in Christ what they have experienced of God's love at Bethany. Hello, I'm Joe Dale Morris. And I'm Joe Neal Morris. We've been asked to share how we have experienced God's love through Bethany. We joined Bethany in 2004, and soon after, we began attending the Covenant Sunday School class. Through Bible study and the fellowship of our class, we have developed some solid friendships. We have been shepherded to other work at Bethany through the spiritual gifts class conducted by Cecilia Barentine. Through the years of fellowship with my brothers and sisters in Christ, I have experienced God's love in many ways. I have been on a walk to Emmaus and am a member of a weekly Emmaus reunion group. I have been a member of the ushering and welcoming teams and have had the honor of working on several church committees over the years. I have very much enjoyed being part of several ministries such as Feed My People, Hill Country Community Ministries, and the Reveal Resource Center. We were also blessed to visit the Holy Land with our Bethany family in 2019. I continue to feel God's love, grace, and discipleship through my Bethany family and grow in my love for Christ and in serving others with the love that Jesus asks us to have. Serving the needs of others is in the DNA of our Bethany family. 
There are so many ways to reach out and help those in our community through the missions and ministries of Bethany. During the pandemic, serving in missions has been a challenge due to social distancing, but it has allowed for creative thinking so that mission work can continue. The feeding ministries have been impacted the most with increased needs as families struggled to have adequate food due to reduced income in the household. Bethany has been extremely generous with food and monetary donations to help support two food banks in our area at Hill Country Community Ministries and Reveal Resource Center. Through my work with these two ministries, I've been able to make a positive impact in the lives of those who are less fortunate than me. And I've seen how God has used me and Bethany to be a light of hope to those who are struggling. Jesus calls us to show compassion to the needy. And our Bethany family has stepped into this role through the generous support for the feeding ministries in our community. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm not aware of any of these love stories beginning with a census about someone's belief system or political affiliation or race or gender or sexuality or any other division that we set between ourselves. Simply love offered, not withheld, but sharing Christ to transform us and others and the world. From Romans chapter 8, verses 31 through 39. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus, who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This letter from Paul to the Romans changes everything. Me, you, and the world. Romans 8, 31-39 is what I just read, and that's going to be our homework for this week. This passage is a meditation for us. It poses a lot of questions for the people of faith to consider. We who claim our identity as children of God who have chosen to follow Jesus. Let us ponder. We have to ponder in our mind these questions that are posed to us in Romans. And consider how our belief in Christ as our Lord and Savior, our belief in the God who calls us beloved, consider how what we believe, what we profess we believe of the God of love, is challenged by the ways that we experience life in this world and how we ourselves live in the world. 
do we align so fully with this word from God that we can only be for others offerings of God's love? Do we align so fully with this word from God that all we are for the world are experiences of God's love? Ultimately, it doesn't matter what our context is. It doesn't matter what we face or whoever is before us. It doesn't mean that we get to stop being followers of Christ commanded to love. Our story remains the same. Our identity does not change. We are called for a purpose. God calls Bethany to be a community participating in God's mission of love, transforming us and the world. And we do this by leading people to experience God's love, know Jesus Christ, and grow in his image. Let us pray. Holy and loving God, you give us a simple word that is so hard for us to realize in our living. Turn our minds and our thoughts ever toward Jesus, who revealed your great love to us with his life and his death and his resurrection. Put before us, God, um, clear minds and open eyes to see all of the challenges ahead that we're called to love into. We pray, God, for your provision, for your strength and your courage that we may answer this call in our own lives so that others may experience your love through us. We pray this in Christ's holy name. Amen.